Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag college football. We found a way, and in this 2020, when so many teams are, hey, we can't play this or that, we found a way to do it, and to be able to live up to the billing was, was awesome. And uh, and I think, too, with them with them and the size difference, and there was all these little different things within the game that people wanted to see, can you hold up here, can you hold up there, and, and it all just worked out, and, and what a game and what an ending. That's Jimmy Chadwell, Coastal Carolina coach, talking about the BYU game with Doug Gottlieb yesterday. And, of course, the goal was for two teams that were having great seasons and one of them could win and elevate themselves. And the college football playoff rankings come out, PK, and they just like who they like and that's who they like. And it doesn't matter if you're undefeated or you have two losses. They're just going to rank you the way they want to. It doesn't matter at all, really. Wow, that's strong. It doesn't well, matter? No, it doesn't. I mean, wow. look, you're not Power 5. or you, If you're USC, you didn't play enough games. But if you're Ohio State, you did play enough games. No, and I don't think it's the I, I don't think that's it. I, what do you think I don't it is? Agree, I would agree with what they say, but I don't think it's – SC's not getting knocked because they didn't play enough games relative to Ohio State. I think they're getting knocked because of what they're calling game control. Ohio State, four of their five, they had complete and total game control. And SC needed literally last-second scores in three of their five. So they didn't have game control. It's not the number of games. The new emphasis has switched to game control, which we refer to as style points. I think that's where it's clear. Now, you can argue, and I have no problem with anyone arguing, wait a second here. And they're pointing to somebody like SC well, the teams they've played, look at their records. Well, yeah, what really list of realistically do you expect of an ASU club who plays and then goes a whole month without playing a second game against a team that was playing during that month? The Devils literally couldn't go into the facility for two weeks. So that's where the outrageousness comes, as far as I can see it. It's not about they each played the same amount of games. It's that... They change the parameters within the number of games. Well, how about then the fact that Coastal Carolina and Iowa State have a common opponent, and Coastal Carolina is 11-0 and won at Louisiana, and Iowa State's 8-2 and and lost at home to Louisiana by 17. Why is Iowa State six spots in front of Coastal Carolina? Because there's a clear P5 bias. I mean, I think that's if, – if, if you consider that breaking news – I'm surprised. Now, is that fair? I don't believe in fairness anyway, but is that right? Whatever word you want to substitute, no. So I absolutely have problems with all of that stuff. Yeah, Florida losing to a 4-5 and five LSU team and dropping once. That seems outrageous. So I'm with you on 95% of what you're saying Florida as far didn't as that have, goes. Yeah, Florida didn't have game control twice because they lost, but there's six spots in front of USC. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're comparing the Ohio State one. See, that, that that's where they open themselves up to all sorts of issues because you use this comparison. It's the same thing what we see with the, the two political parties. Well, you're a hypocrite because of this. 
well, you're a hypocrite because of this. And then you just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Once you introduce game control between Ohio State and SC, which they literally did, then, well, wait a second, what about game control over here? So it's a, a select applied rules here, but not there. And it's really outrageous. I think as far as BYU goes, unless they would have beat Coastal Carolina by 25, they weren't getting into a New Year's Day six bowl anyway. So that game, when you look at it, unless they were able to blow them out, which under the circumstances with a two-day notice flying across the country, you probably weren't going to be able to do. All right, the big news in college football today. You can sign the high school recruits. The early signing period in college football. National letters of intent. We're going to be getting commitments. Jacoby reading them off as they're posted this morning. And top quarterback in the States on ESPN making his announcement at 10.15 this morning. Originally committed to KUTV, but, you know, got a bigger name on another line. Oh, he blew you guys off? Gone. I don't blame him. I'd have been on ESPN, too, rather than talking sports. Well, you're never going to blame a high school kid. That would be way not politically correct for you. Right. Uh, so, I mean, obviously you're going to say that. You're not going to. There's no way you're going to get your hands dirty on that and say, what the hell are you doing, son? You made a commitment to us, and now you backed off. I mean, obviously you're going to say that. But there's something to be said for, wait a second, you made a commitment, but you got a, a better-looking girl to go to the dance, so now you're going to dump this guy over here. Yes. It, it's okay, D- David. You're only going to get more respect if you say it. You're not going to get less. People yeah, are gonna I'm not going to pick a fight with a high school kid, though. <laughs> not doing it. How did he break the news? What news? To, to you guys. Well, and you're oh, obviously- far, I, I found out on Twitter. I saw the <laughs> announcement. Jackson Dart's going to be on ESPN. <laughs> This is your passive-aggressive. You're not going to pick a fight, but yet you bring it up. I did bring it up. This is what you do. (laughs) And then you you put it out there, and then you Deion Sanders backpedal as fast as you possibly can. And I I respect you for that. Thank you. You've made a a great living doing that because you are ripping the kid by, by bringing it up, but then you don't go and really, where I go over the line and just dive in head first into the pool of mud. You just come out of it with, you know, maybe your toes dirty. Yeah, I mess up my Nikes. <laughs> He's got. But a, at the end of the day, it averages out to a show. So there you go. Oh yeah, neither one of us are complaining. That's for sure. Yeah, he lists four schools, and I was told specifically uh, that he will not choose BYU. He, they. He's USC, not interested in what BYU has to offer. USC, UCLA, Arizona State, and BYU. Those and are the also four. Told ASU has no out. chance either. Not really, it's there for the because show because huh? it's the same deal with Kyle. You're going to go and hand off. And they're going to be defensive oriented. Uh, So the odds on obvious favorite is SC. I get that. But I'm I'm going to to say, hold on. Wait, what? Don't eliminate Chip Kelly just yet. And then I asked someone, another one, who's in, literally in the quarterback business, is a kid big time. And the guy said, yes, but you never really know. Which is no knock on him. He's speaking generally, and if you look at it, that's... If you look at the NFL draft, that's true. Yeah, but this is not... I'm not asking, is he, is he big-time NFL? Right, but... I'm asking, is he big-time college? We'll worry about NFL in two or three years. If he's big-time, that'll take care of itself. But you never really know college. about quarterbacks when you try to project to the next level. College, high school to college, and then college to the NFL, you never really know. 
Yeah, I don't follow enough of high school to college to be able to uh, to say that. You know, if they're big in high school, because uh, I, I guess they you know, go by stats and all, and it's got a, kids got all that. So, be interesting to see how it plays out uh, down the line. We'll follow them for sure. Because there's been, has there really been a big time high school kid who's had all sorts of stats go on and do much in college outside of Zach Wilson? Am I missing somebody? Jim McMahon way back when, I guess. Anybody else? I was thinking more along the lines of you hear quarterbacks ranked number one or number two in the country, and some of them pan out and some of them don't. Yeah, 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 I got you. That's why I I just think when you go to the next level, you know, you think you got something, but you don't really know for sure. Right. Sure. Uh, Michigan-Iowa canceled because of COVID concerns with Michigan. Indiana-Purdue also off. It had been pushed back a week, rescheduled, but it's not happening. And the there's been talk about moving the semifinal out of the Rose Bowl, but they've decided to go ahead and play there. I read a story that Clemson and Alabama didn't think it was a good idea. I mean, we really know who's running the show. Whatever you guys want, whatever. But it's just complicated. Where do you move it? Although if they go there, there's no guarantee they're going to allow anyone in the stadium, even players' families. And so I get why they're complaining. But is the Rose Bowl not going to have a game? Nobody else wants to switch with the Rose Bowl. No thanks. Not this year when you can't have fans. or You certainly can't have a full stadium. Maybe you can have a, a few thousand. I can't imagine another bowl game to be like, yeah, give us this year, please. It's not our turn. And it would be terrible, but let's volunteer for that. Oh, I would. I, if I'm the who gives a crap bowl in Oshkosh, Louisiana, I would say we'll play in a Rose Bowl. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Because there's way too many goats, you have to break it out into specific categories. Best winner of all time, person who's won the most championships, best player. You know, which involves talent and ability and what you did with it. Most talented player, you know. That'd probably be you. Best thrower of the football. Like, yeah, that's probably you. There's all these different mm-hmm. ways you can break that out. But when it comes to those, maybe not with AJ, but with most people, I'm probably in that conversation. Aaron Rodgers getting asked about being the GOAT. How do you really judge? Brady's got the most rings, but did someone else just not have the organization around him? It's awesome for Sports Talk Radio, PK. We can knock this around forever. Yeah, I, obviously you can. and that, that it's, it's always fun. There's no definitive answers. I always thought that if you got placed in the top five, that was plenty good enough. On the day you were born, if you would have told you, you'll, whatever you choose, you'll be in the top five of that, would you take that? You know, we go back and all these John Stockton homers, and I get it. I, they're, they're our bread and butter. And, oh, he's not, magic isn't pure because he's tall. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> if you are in the top five, when the Jazz drafted John, they said he'll end up being top five. He'll end up leading, and it's not quite apples to apples because they didn't keep the assists and steals and all that stuff. Uh, but anyway, he'll end up leading those categories and be considered top five. Would you be happy with this draft pick? <laughs> Every time you would say yes. You know, there's all the kinds of quotes out there that he was, uh, you know, hey, how do I get to start? How do I stick in the league? That's where he was shooting early on. So, top five oh, yeah. all time. Far superseded yeah. any expectation he had for himself. I always said that's the way I consider it. If you are in the discussion and belong in the top five, then it's what's your preference, what's your fan base, what's your bias. And most people, I think, would put Stockton in top five, wouldn't they? 
I would think so. I got no problem with that. That to me, that's that's just awesome. That uh, that ends up with the type of career you had, which results in first ballot Hall of Fame. Although with every decade or every generation, however you want to slice it, you know, as another player emerges at that position, who's awesome, and that goes back to Aaron Rodgers and the goat. And you know, and so we can talk about well, Aaron Rodgers, but what about Tom Brady? But then if you go back a little bit, what about Joe Montana? And if you go back a little bit more, well, what about Bart Starr? What about Johnny Unitas? I mean, it's people of our parents' generation, like Johnny Unitas, no one will ever be that good. He was awesome. My father used to just say Johnny U. That's yeah. what he would refer to him as. And and if he played today, I have no doubt that he would be great because yeah. the rules are so much different and everything and training and all that. I don't really worry about it, but it is fun to discuss. Ronald Jones, Buccaneers running back, has a pin put in his fracture, fractured left pinky finger. It's unclear if he'll miss any time. He's currently fourth in the NFL in rushing yards, having a breakout year. Of course, we knew about him because we saw him at USC. (laughs) Not a big surprise he's really good in the pros. Uh, But can you imagine a pin in your left pinky and then you go out there and let 300-pound guys throw you around like a ragdoll? Yikes. Ragdoll! Carolina Panthers star running back Christian McCaffrey, doubtful to play against the Packers. That would mean five straight games he's missed and 11 of the last 12. Former Stanford guy. Not healthy this year. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to stay in Milwaukee. That's his city, PK. Five years, $228 million Supermax deal with the franchise. An opt-out after the fourth year of the deal. He's staying in Milwaukee. Cold weather, medium-sized market, flyover cities. Rejoice. There is hope. So we can put to bed the, the state taxes and the cold weather and all the stuff that Callum Coward, whatever his name is, has tried to indoctrinate us in. Until the next one. Then obsess about it again. Well, the next one will be the following year. I mean, it's just yeah. the, the, the way it is here. Yeah, a quarter of a billion dollars to play basketball. Wow, I mean, you're 26 years old. Man. That's just a, that's just a staggering amount of money, but dude, that's what he's going to get. We'll see if he ends up staying in Milwaukee. I mean, just because you sign something doesn't mean you're going to be there. He has an opt out after four years, which puts him at thirty. He'd still probably have several years that would be big time effective, or he can do what we've seen other guys do and basically demand their way out. But for now, it's a great day for the Milwaukee Bucks. Speaking of guys who've demanded their way out, Anthony Davis. LeBron James expected to make their preseason debuts. Lakers and Suns, they signed max extensions with the Lakers this offseason. They're the defending champs. And James Harden took the court for the first time in a 112-98 win over the Spurs. He did not make himself available to speak with reporters after the game. That's in violation of the NBA's media access rules and could subject him to a fine like Kyrie Irving. Uh, He was not in tip-top shape, PK. Looked like James Harden had gained a little weight in the offseason. What does a lemma like to say? Burk! Well, you, we had that running back, Chubba Hubbard, now it's Chubba Harden. Yeah, I just imagine he would be fined. Like, it's not Kyrie Irving, it's World Be Flat. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. The Utes beat UVU 75-67. Utah improves to 3-1. UVU is 2-4. Timmy Allen leads the way with 19 points. Got a little scary for the Utes there. Their double-digit lead was whittled down to one with a little more than three minutes to go. 
But at 68-67, they finished the game on a 7-0 run. Evan Cole, 31 points, 10 rebounds in the loss for the Wolverines. And he was a big part, not the only part, but a big part of that run that got it down to a one-point game. But they went away from the high pick and roll, and he didn't get easy looks at the rim at the end of the game. And Utah pulled away and won it. Yeah, my first with Evan Cole. I mean, thirty-one to ten in a forty-minute college game is just absolutely awesome. I mean, that's that's about as impressive as you're going to get. So, it looks good for him if he can continue that when they get into whack play. That's going to mean something very much for the Wolverines. Now he's that big grad transfer. I think uh, Mad Dog Matson announced that on our show, if I remember correctly. He did. The transfer from Georgia Tech, and wow, what a phenomenal game. Carlson, the big guy for the Utes. I can just channel Majerus. And he had a nice scoring game. And he's just a young kid. He's got potential. But two boards. He had only he had only two more boards than a dead man. Majerus <laughs> would say. Uh, I think for the Utes, you know, we use that baseball analogy. They, they just need some more ABs. They need to get out on the court and play some more games. They'll get better just simply by playing games. So it was good that they actually got to play a game. You know, just their fourth game here in the middle of December. After the BYU game, Larry Kristovac was talking about the rebounding advantage BYU had, and, and the youths have got to rebound better. And, of course, obviously, if you watch Larry play in the NBA and play with the Jazz, this is going to hit, you know, hit him where he lives because that's a big chunk of what he did in the NBA. And, and the numbers were out of whack uh, at BYU. It's hard to win when you get out-rebounded the way they did, and they got out-rebounded by UVU, 28-23. So a little closer, but it's... It's clear they're struggling with uh, good big guys. Right, and that's why Luke Carlson only had two boards. Yep. Uh, Utah State rescheduling games. They're going to play Northern Colorado Friday in Logan after they had their game against Dixie State canceled last night due to lingering COVID concerns. Uh, they had the game with Weber State over the weekend canceled, so be more than a week, but they're looking to get back out on the court Friday, and the Utes will be out on the court Friday. They've got uh, Idaho coming up Friday. DJ and PK, that is what is trending. Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, David Nixon, BYU TV football analyst and former Cougar linebacker, is going to join us at 8 o'clock. Kyle Whittingham, signing day press conference at 830. We're going to learn who the youths are landing, and he'll talk about some of those guys. Stay with us. It's DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.